the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day, and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead, and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney, and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. In addition to my JD that all lawyers must obtain, oh, for the most part, uh, I also hold a couple of master's degrees of law. That is to say, I'm a master of the laws of taxation law, and I'm also a master of the laws of intellectual property laws. Both of my master's degrees were obtained from my favorite alma mater, Golden Gate University School of Law, which is located in the beautiful downtown San Francisco, right in the middle of the commerce and engine that helps run our state and our overall economy. Because of my training, my experience, my interest, I primarily practice bankruptcy law, debt wealth management, estates, wills, and trusts, real estate, and, of course, taxation law. I'm also proud to say that as part of my practice, I'm sometimes able to seek out and vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves the victims of the various forms of financial elder abuse that's running rampant in our country today as more and more of us baby boomers reach that certain age where people think that they can come and take the money that we worked all our lives for. Ah. And as I'm always fond of saying that I'm so pleased to be able to come to you once again today from the beautiful KFAX studios in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area to discuss some of the financial and legal issues confronting families and small business owners. However, I must once again caution you to please take note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully to provide you with an outline at least of some of the issues that may help you seek out and find qualified professional help to help you with your financial, or legal matter, especially when they're combined. I do this because, as I'm known for saying, I think that representing yourself in a legal matter, especially one that deals with your finances, is just like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. And we've had a long (laughs) discussion about how much I love Westerns and how much I know what I'm talking about. 
you know, if you take a butter knife to a gunfight, you're going to be lucky if you can get real close to your adversary, which is likely not going to happen. And if you get real close to your adversary, you might be able to scratch her on her arm with your butter knife while she has a big gun. And you might be able to poke her in the eye. But more than likely, she's going to use her big gun to make you dead on arrival. That is to say, your valid claim or your valid defense will likely see the promised land way before you do. So as once again, I must share with you, if, in case you haven't ga- guessed, uh, Selwyn's Law here on KFAX is about having discussions about the law as it relates to your money or unfortunately the lack thereof and your overall finances. And what you need to consider to try to protect your families, financial health, wealth, and money-related well-being, as I understand these concepts in a non-threatening education form. And like I said the last few times up here, because I've heard from some of you out there in Radio Land, and once again, I must tell you how much I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, especially your comments and your thoughts about this show and some of the things that you might want to hear uh, on this show in the future about, you know, financial and legal issues that are important to you and your family. And I'm more than happy to do the research and broach the subject here at Selwyn's Law on KFAX. And that being said, uh, because I've gotten some more requests uh, to talk about issues related to our retirement years, as more and more of us baby boomers and uh, Gen Xers reach or at least contemplate how we're going to fund our retirement, I really think we need to, you know, reflect on these things. And, you know, I I have an interest in the stock market just as, you know, um, for its educational and its intellectual concepts. Um, and, you know, I've talked to you about the inverted yield curve and, uh, what's going on in the world today that might have a negative impact on our um, economy here in the United States and around the world. There's all kinds of crises going on around the world. And, um, you know, we talked about the stock market. And last time we were together, we talked about a reverse mortgage as a way to fund, uh, hopefully, uh, at least part of your retirement. But, you know, um, the stock market and home equity conversion market, uh, mortgage or reverse mortgage that we discussed together, they're not the only tools that are available to fund your retirement. Uh, you know, there's a more basic baseline tool that hopefully all of us will have access to, and that's good old Social Security. And um, so some of you have a, a bit of confusion about it, and so um, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, my source material comes directly from the Social Security Administration. And you can Google the Social Security Administration and get its, its website, and you can have firsthand access to some of the tools and materials that I'm using today. Okay, so let's have a, an overview of Social Security and the attendant Medicare benefits that go along with it. Uh, so what should you know before you apply? Um, what, what does retirement mean? you? Well, um, I'm going to share with you what retirement means from the Social Security Administration's vantage. Uh, Retirement means getting your Social Security retirement benefit, quite frankly. It means that you've stopped working. Uh, However, 
there are two things you need that need to happen at the same time. For example, you have to decide uh, if it makes more sense for you to retire at the earliest age, which is 62, and maybe not get as much of a, uh, a payment as you would get if you waited until your your true retirement age, which now, uh, for people born after a certain year, went from being 65 to actually being 66 or 67. So you can uh, retire early at uh, 62 and make, make application for benefit. Actually, you would make application before that time if you wanted it to start like on your 62nd birthday. Or you could use a table to find out when you actu- your actual full benefit uh, 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 age begins. And for some, it's 65, but for a whole lot of us, it's later than that. Or you can wait till age 70 and collect the maximum benefit. So these are things that you need to contemplate, talk over with yourself and, and your family to decide what makes sense to you. Um, your benefits are based on your entire earning history. Uh, Did you know uh, how your benefits are calculated? Your benefit is the amount based on your highest 35 years of earning. If you don't have 35 years of earning, your monthly benefit will be reduced because years with no earnings will be counted as zeros. So you can learn to estimate your uh, your monthly benefit by going on to the Social Security Administration and getting your Social Security statement at um, um, the website socialsecurity.gov forward slash my account. Or you can use the retirement estimator um, at socialsecurity.gov forward slash retire forward slash estimator. It's all pretty, pretty straightforward. Now, when should you apply for your benefits? Generally, you should apply for retirement benefits four months before you want the benefits to begin because we're dealing with a bureaucracy and there's lots of paperwork or analysis that goes on. And so you want to make sure that um, you can start receiving your benefits on time. You generally need to um, apply for your retirement benefits four months before you want them to begin. However, if you were born before 1938 and you meet all the requirements, you could receive benefits beginning for the first full month if you were 62. However, if you begin receiving your benefits before age 65, your benefits will be reduced to uh, an amount that's lower than you would if you waited until age 65. Uh, So if you were born in 1937, you can start your Social Security benefits at age 62, but your full benefit age is actually 65. So that seems to be the cutoff. Uh, Born before uh, 1938, 65 is your full benefit age. Born after uh, 1938, your benefit age goes up slightly a few months uh, every year such that some people full benefit age is actually 66 or 67, okay? To find out what your full retirement age is, there is a requirement age chart that you can uh, um, 
download and digest at your leisure, again, at the Social Security website. But this is something that you should know, even if you don't plan to receive your Social Security benefits right away, or you decide, that is to say, you decide to wait past your past age 62, past age 65, 66, or 7, you should still sign up for Medicare three months before your 65th birthday. Um, you know, choosing the month you start your business is an important decision. So we're going to go into this a little bit more when we come back from our short break. So stay tuned. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion on your retirement benefits under Social Security as well as Medicare and what things you need to do as you get ready to venture off into a new stage of your life. Now, some people, like me, I intend to work uh, as long as I can because I enjoy my work. It gives me a lot of fulfillment. I get to help people with their legal issues. But say when I um, reach the appropriate age, you need to go ahead on and uh, take out your um, your Medicare benefit. And so this is still germane to folks, even if you plan to work past your retirement age. So, and you really need to know, so you can think about when it is that you want to start receiving Social Security because there's some planning that's involved. So what's the best age to start receiving your Social Security benefit? This is one of the questions that um, the Social Security Administration gets quite frequently. And again, I'm using as my resource today information that I obtained from the Social Security Administration website because I believe in going directly to the source. I'm going to put a pen in right here. As I talk about retirement issues, uh, this is the third week week in a row, I can't stress enough that as you, uh, especially if you're a baby boomer, I mean, our our age is out there in the ether. People know how old we are. And, you know, we're targets for scams. It's like we have a bullseye on our forehead and a big bullseye on our back. And so... I, I, I caution people, you know, you're going to get a lot of stuff in the mail uh, when you're starting, you know, in your 60s, early 60s. And some of it's going to be for real. And a lot of it's going to be bogus. Again, um, financial elder abuse is is, is a hot topic. Um, and, and in fact, I want to share with you all a phone call that I got. It wasn't about Social Security. It was about my um Utility bill, um, you know, um, PG&E is in the news, and for some reason, um, there's this scam going on now where they call you up and t- say that they're with PG&E, and you missed making uh, one of your PG&E payments 24, 18, 36 months ago, and this is a courtesy call because that bill was so huge. They're, they're going to disconnect your service this afternoon unless you make arrangements to pay. And how? And they tell you how to make arrangements to pay. You go buy a card from um, a, a well-known uh, store, and then they'll and you call them back with information. 
and then they won't um, disconnect your your service. So, I mean, uh, so I'm talking to, and I also get the IRS scam. I think I've getting, gotten all the scams. And so I'm like looking at my the history of my um, my PG&E bill and seeing that I haven't missed the payment. And there's also a place to tell you if, if you owe anything, how much you owe. And my bill says BitFact zero and is how much I owe. And so I'm just, you know, I kind of led this person on to get the information to share with you. So I said all that about something that doesn't have anything to do with retirement. It's just that people know how old we are anymore. All of our information just about is out there uh, on the Internet. And so if you're in your early 60s and you get, you know, a, a deal that's too good to be true or someone wants you to pay for something that you don't owe, just, you know, just kind of take a chill pill and don't fall for the okie doke. And so I'm tying this in with entities that want to help you um, obtain your Social Security benefit because you're too stupid to figure it out for yourself. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a pretty smart person. And it's, this stuff is very complicated. Um, you know, you have to, like, read things a couple times. But that doesn't mean that you can't call your government. Remember, it's your government. And they there are ways for you to get in touch with the government via the Internet uh, on a telephone or writing a letter or going and visiting them. And for the most part, uh, these people are very nice and they will help you. So you don't need to pay anybody to um, uh, help you do the research you need to help you with your retirement. Okay. So that said, let's get back to uh, our, our topic here. What's the best age to start receiving retirement benefits? Um, the Social Security Administration says they're, they're often asked that. And, and I'm going to f- want to focus a bit of attention to that issue here today. The answer is there isn't a best age for um, retirement that applies to everyone. It's a personal decision based on your situation and it's ultimately your choice. To help you make an informed choice, consider the factors uh, that the Social Security Administration has outlined in its documentation as you think about when to start receiving your Social Security benefits. Um, Your monthly benefits will be higher if you wait to start them. So uh, when should you start the benefits? The earliest you can start is at age 62. However, the longer you wait, up until age 70, the higher your monthly benefits will be for the rest of your life. If you're married and uh, you're the higher earner, delaying the benefits may also mean that your surviving spouse will also receive a higher amount than they would have otherwise. And you'll see that impact of starting your monthly benefit at different ages by checking your Social Security statement or the retirement estimator. Both are available online at socialsecurity.gov forward slash online services. And, um, it, you know, it, it's very straightforward. I, I played around with um, the estimator as my preparation for today's show. Um, your full retirement age may be higher than you think. That is because, as I, I broached with you a little bit earlier, um, the full retirement age is increasing because, um, and I got some bad news for you, um, sometimes it, it appears that the Social Security Administration and the trust fund may not be adequately funded. 
Um, so full retirement age, also called the normal retirement age, had been 65 for many years. However, beginning with people born in 1938 and later, the age gradually increases until it reaches 67 for people born after 1959. Uh, Now, in 1983, the Social Security Administration included a provision for rising the full retirement age, beginning with the people born in 1938 or later, and Congress cited improvement in the health of older people and the increase in the average life expectancy as the primary reasons for increasing the normal age. So again, there's who funds um, Social Security workers do, and there's a trend um, of families having fewer and fewer children. This cup to go into the workforce at age 16, 17, 18, or after they get out of college, 21, 22. So if we have a smaller pool of people who are funding Social Security with their taxes and we're living longer, it's not um, hard to imagine. I, I, I read a statistic that one in three people who are 65 today will reach age 90 although um, the actuarial tables say a a man who's 65 today will live to about 85 and a woman will live to about 87. It's not unheard of for people to live way into their 90s and some people will live to be 100. So how do we fund uh, that age? Because you need, you know, food and a roof over your head for all those years. So that's why the Social Social Security Administration started uh, raising the age for what 65 really means. They keep changing the number, and I expect that it's going to continue to do so as we have better um, uh, health results related to medicine and the like. Um, many of us are going to live to be quite old. So how do we fund fund uh, a, a worthwhile uh, uh, lifestyle after we retire? So the last two shows, I talked about some other things that we need to consider investing in the stock market. Well, if you're 65 now, it's kind of hard to start investing. You can look at a reverse mortgage. And then how do we make Social Security last for uh, many, many people? Okay. So, uh, again, in 1983, the administration phased in a gradual increase in the age for collecting full Social Security retirement benefits. That age increased from 65 to 67 over a 22-year period with an 11-year hiatus with which the retirement age will remain at age 66. So you need to uh, consider all of these issues as you plot out. Now, you can take your retirement early, but in some instances, um, you're going to see a 20% reduction in the difference between what you'd get if you waited until your real retirement age, your true retirement age, 65, 66, 67, and if you waited until you're 70 and have a really good chart that I would recommend people take a gander at, and it tells you for each year that you were born what you need to consider. So before we go, I want to tell you a little bit about Medicare. That's the health insurance policy that uh, you have, you and I have access to when we're 65, but it's um, fragmented. Uh, 
basically everybody gets hospitalization for free, but you if you need to visit a doctor, that's a, a separate provision that you need to pay an amount for, like your health insurance for visiting the doctor. And then there's also a provision for your pharmacy, pharmacy visits and your uh, your medication. So if even if you're not going to retire, it's recommended at age 65, there's this seven-month gap, you need to go ahead on enroll in Medicare. So I'm going to leave it there for now. And uh, in, in closing, uh, stay on the right side of the law when we need to learn about what our rights are in retirement, including our Social Security. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.